Hey, welcome back to everybody's favorite podcast, Con Job. This week we've got Jay Branch, uh, promoter for Mississippi Comic Con, Louisiana Comic Con, and several other Comic Cons, uh, part of ABC Conventions. Without further ado, welcome to the show, Jay. Hey, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm Jay, ABC Conventions, VX5 Events. I've been doing events since I was, oh God, like 20 years old. So over half my life. I'm 44 now. So I started doing concerts when I was in college. And I've been doing events ever since. So I before we get into all the convention stuff, Jay, I, I, I want to touch base on one thing. You're kind of a superhero, too. Uh, no, I, I'm just an idiot that tried to get a cat out of a road and got hit by a truck. So. But the, the kitten, you right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was, long story short, there was a kitten in a highway. I pulled over. I jumped out to try to save this kitten before it got hit by anything. Instead of the kitten getting hit by anything, it was a guy that wasn't paying attention, veered into the wrong lane, and hit me. So, broke my left leg in a few places, sent me up in the (sighs) air, came down, broke my right leg. I crawled out of the highway, and me and the kitten laid on the side of the highway until the ambulance got there, and then I was off to the hospital for 12 days, so... Yeah, and I, know I have a, Go ahead, Ryan. I was gonna say I just have a quick question with that. When you got hit, did you did your shoes come off? Because the rumor has it when people get hit by cars, their shoes fly off for some reason. And I'm just wondering if that happened. Nope. Nope. Okay. Kept the shoes, lost we've, the glasses. We've uh, debunked it. We've debunked it. I like it. It is now like debunked. It. Now uh, and a lot of us were super concerned for you, Jay. I it, it went around real fast what had happened and uh, like what had happened and what had happened. Um, so I, I was very happy to hear that you were up and about and doing stuff like not horribly long afterwards. It was a few months later, right? Yeah, it took, it took a few months. Um, I'm a very impatient person, so it it felt like it was a lifetime. Uh, (laughs) and I'm, I'm not the person that does well with, you know, having to have others do something for me. I'm, you know, I'd rather do things myself, very independent. So those few months felt like it was years upon years. But in reality, it was basically February, March, April, and I was back around by May, you know, and it took a lot of physical therapy uh, to get back to, you know, close to 100%. But I'm there. That's uh, that is good a news. good thing, sir. And you're back. Uh, you're back promoting shows, doing uh, doing your thing. So we're uh, we're a week out from Mississippi. Tell us uh, tell us what you got on the uh, on the table for Mississippi, man. Tell us about the show. This is the first show we've had since March of 2020. It's actually kind of weird because we did the last show in Mississippi. It was Mississippi Anime Fest 2020. Everything after that got shut down. We were on our way to Louisiana Comic Con. We're literally about to get in cars and trucks and take off for Louisiana, and everything got shut down. 
So this show was in the trademark Mississippi Anime Fest. In the interim, it's been so long that they have torn that building down and built a completely new trademark. So it's now across the parking lot from where it was. So we we ended in 2020 in the trademark. We're going to start back in 2021. It's just two completely different buildings, which is exciting in a way because they really needed a new building here to do shows. So it's going to be much improved. Uh, ticket sales look to be great. People are super excited. Uh, we've got a lot of good feedback. A lot of people ready to get out and do shows again, a little normalcy. So it's been a really long process, you know, from breaking legs and not being able to walk and then not being able to do shows to finally getting back out again. So we're all feeling really good. But yeah, no, you guys have you guys have a good guest list too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we have Billy D. Williams, of course, from Star Wars and Batman, lots of other things. We have Sting, who's the icon from wrestling. Uh, you know, it, it's a great lineup. Uh, we've got some Any, really- anyone, anyone who listens to our show knows that I immediately go to when I was looking at the guest list. It's like, oh, Sting and JBL. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is great. actually one of JBL's first shows ever. I think he's done one before this. So uh, he's just now getting out there doing events. So that's going to be cool. Um, yeah. And of course, Sting is just, you know, Sting is Sting. Sting yeah. is Sting. Yeah. If you've watched wrestling anytime between the mid 80s and now, you've got to know who Sting is. So Oh yeah. Back in the back when he was teaming with the Dingo Warrior. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man. Yeah. WCCW so, days. You're you're around our age, Jay. So with that being said, like how much does like the people that were like big influences in your childhood, how, how big of a part does that play in booking those guests? I mean, of course the, the knowledge factor of just being comfortable with, you know, okay, I know this person, you know, for, for me, some of the newer stuff where I have to do a little more research, where I have to ask outside opinions, you know, that's always, that's always harder because you're going off somebody else's knowledge base of, you know, Hey, this would be a good guest for you versus like Billy D Williams. I grew up with star Wars, you know, I saw return of the Jedi in the theater. So that's, you know, that's amazing to, you know, have been this little kid, you know, you're watching it on this big screen. And then years later, it's like, wow, you know, now I'm going to book this person and do a show with them. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a lot easier to have that knowledge, but you know, I, I book stuff for other people. Like I, I grew up watching ninja movies, like terrible Canon films movies. I would love to book, you know, totally ridiculous stuff, but I like to book what people want to see. You know, if people love anime, I want to have awesome anime voice actors for them. We got Chris Sabat, we got Bryce Pappenbrook, Emily Nevis and David Matranga, you know, we love the My Hero stuff. We do our own My Hero show called My Hero Con. So we love having all of that crew that, that does the My Hero thing. And, you know, that I want people to come and see something they enjoy. We try to tell people that, you know, 
you can bring the whole family from grandparents, parents, grandkids, you know, that everybody will come and find something that they like at one of our shows. Yeah, I so, do dig that. What what was it that got you into being a promoter? Uh, well, I started when I was 20 doing concerts. Is I was living in Jackson, going to college. And the bands that I wanted to see just never toured through. And so I decided, hey, I'll do it myself. You know, if I can't, if somebody else isn't going to bring the bands I want to see, then I'll bring the bands I want to see. So I started <laughs> my first event was an outdoor concert. They got rained out. So first thing I learned is don't do shows outdoors. <laughs> but <laughs> from there, I, you know, I learned a lot and I started doing more and more concerts. I met a lot of awesome people and I was hooked on doing events. You know, it was great to see people come out. You know, you see their eyes light up when the band plays that song that they love or they experience a new band for the first time. And now with cons, when we open those doors and you see just thousands of people flooding through and whether it's, you know, they're looking at vendors and artists, you know, buying merch that has them excited or if they're excited to meet someone like Billy D or Sting, you know, that, that gives you a rush. And oh, absolutely. I, you know, that's, that's just something I love is that, you know, people come out and they're just so taken aback by how many cool things there are. Whether, and you, you know, whether it's somebody that's our age that's experiencing stuff from their childhood or if it's children that are experiencing it for the first time, you know, you can't help but, you know, get a rush from that. No, I, I, I described last year, we were, we were talking about like, there's nothing like the feeling whenever you walk into a con and it's like those doors open, there's that little bit of rumble, you know, there's the, you can smell the comic books whenever it's a, you know, whenever it's a show that actually has books, you know, you, you get all of those little, those little bitty things and there's nothing like it. Like there's really not. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're in this huge building a lot of times. And we do cons that are also, you know, some of our one-day anime cons are in smaller, a little more intimate venues. But, you know, you're in this huge room and all of a sudden there's just this flood of people who have so much positive, excited energy. And, I mean, that's, that's you know, you can't do a lot of jobs where you get that. Right. And get it consistently. Like you can pretty much get it every time for every one of your shows. Yeah. Which is yeah, nice. Yeah. You know, I, people talk about, you know, that con come down like the weekend after a show, you know, there's that, that little bit of depression, you know, or just let down because all of a sudden, you know, you went from doing this thing of, hey, I was just surrounded by 10,000 people and now I'm back home. And, you know, it's it's just so different. And so, you know, I'm the kind of person I want to put on more shows. I want to get that rush more often. And 
I I want new challenges. You know, I want to walk into new venues and say, okay, how in the name of God are we going to pull this off? <laughs> and then make it happen. So, you know, that's why there's, you know, a lot of people will put on one or two shows a year and I've just never been content to do that. So I, you know, I'm like, Hey, if we put on five last year, let's put on seven this year. Well, why not 10, you know, why not 12 the next year? So, so what all shows does AVC put on? Because I know you have something else brewing in the works that we'll talk about here in a minute, but what, uh, what all shows do you, do you guys do with AVC? All right. Now I'll, I'll probably forget some, but I'll take my best stab at it. Right. <laughs> I'll try and remind you too. So we started with Mississippi Comic Con. That's our oldest show. Then we moved into Louisiana, Arkansas, and Alabama. And we also do some anime shows. So we do Mississippi Anime Fest. We do Mobile Bay Anime Fest. You can tell by the names of all the shows that we're very lacking in creativity because we're just like, yeah, Alabama <laughs> Comic Con. So, <laughs> hey, if it works. Yeah. So we do those. We do My Hero Con. Uh, we do, we actually have a new show, Northwest Arkansas Comic Con. But if you're an old school rap fan like me, it's NWA Comic Con. Yes. There you yes, go. It is. All right. Which we actually, when I, I first went to explore for that show, I thought it was really hilarious in that area that everything had NWA on it. <laughs> so uh, that, that's our newest creation, and we'll be doing that one the first weekend of August. Now, was there, am I mistaken, or was there a, a thought to do a, um, like a Southern Missouri con too? Uh, yeah, there was. That venue has had a lot of changes. It's still something I'm interested in doing. It's just that venue, you know, the, a lot of these venues over COVID had to lay off pretty much everyone is they had one person that was doing everything for a while. And so then, you know, in the interim, of course, people had to find something else to do, you know, that, they couldn't just wait around and see when events came back. So they went and got another job. Well, so now a lot of these venues are going through some real turmoil in ways that they can't find people to work. And so that that's one where there's been a lot of changeover. And there's been several venues that we work with where the entire staff, is pretty much completely different than the ones we dealt with before COVID. So, you know, that's one of those where it just couldn't happen for this year because there just wasn't enough people there to make an event happen for us in the time frame that we needed, you know, to have that planning and something booked far enough out. But it's still definitely a place I want to, you know, revisit. Uh, it's in Springfield. Springfield's a really awesome town. I actually have a promotion team right there right now promoting for NWA con. So, you know, we, we love that city and uh, we hope to be in there soon. I like it. So now I, I kind of alluded to it a minute ago, but 
what's uh, what's going on with you? I know you're uh, you know you're looking to do some stuff on your own outside of AVC as well. Yeah, my uh, my partner, you know, he's he has a family, and when you have a family, all that traveling for cons, you know, it it can really be tough. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that road life, as you guys know, is you know you have to be pretty dedicated to it and for him he's kind of reached the maximum number of shows that he feels like he's comfortable doing and being away from home so with his blessing i started a a new company where i'm going to do some events on my own some pop culture events similar to what avc does as well as some new creations i have that i want to give a try to i know uh I, I, I'm patiently waiting because I know they're going to be good, good events. And if they're in my wheelhouse, I'm definitely, uh, definitely planning on being part of them. Yeah, that yeah, sounds I, great. Yeah. I think, uh, I think you'll really dig some of these, some of them I'm, I'm doing a new con that's focused on kids uh, versus so much adult stuff, you know, is a lot of pop culture has just been sort of consumed by adults you know, and I think a lot of times we forget that we were all kids experiencing this the first time. And so I want to do something for kids where it's, you know, they can experience that magic. So that's one of my new creations. I'm going to do three or four of those next year. I'm going to do some anime cons, some uh, comic cons. And I've got a few other things in the works, too. I dig it. Once, uh, hopefully, once you get everything solidified, we can get you back on and kind of, kind of talk about all the plans that you got going forward. Yeah, for sure. So, how much, how much thought did you put into the dates that you picked for this year? Because as we we've been talking about on some of our shows now, is there's there seems to be a big log jam coming up. You know, when we start getting into middle end of July through the end of the year. So, did did any of that come into into your mind as you were picking the dates or was it just let me work with the venue and see what they have. And I'm looking for something in June ish. Yeah. uh, The Mississippi show is on the same weekend that it always is, Um, you know, and Arkansas and my hero con are also on the same dates that they were planned to be the two that we had to move. NWA was supposed to be in early April it just wasn't quite time to do a show. I wanted it to be right, especially with a first year show. I didn't want people to be uncomfortable, you know, and we had offers last year with venues that, Hey, you could do something, but you could do it at 66%. But, you know, you have to do it with all these other qualifications, you know, your lines have to be spaced out six feet apart, you know, for, so for all the guests, you know, they have to be spaced out in this way and all the booths have to have six feet of space in between them. And, you know, it, it got to the point where it was like, well, is that really a con, you know, is that going to be fun for people or is it just trying to pretend that we're at some I'm stage so glad. of normality? So glad to hear you say that is, you know, I didn't want to do events where, I mean, it's all about fun in the end. And it's that people leave with a good feeling and want to cre- recreate that the next year. And I didn't want, I didn't want people to come out and it'd be weird. 
so you know last year like i said we had you know some offers from venues to do some of them but we just felt like hey let's wait and let's get it right and you know there was march and april of this year there were venues saying hey you know you you can do this just go ahead and do it and i was just like it doesn't feel quite right you know and so we wanted to wait until it did feel right and once the vaccine started to get out there, you know, and it, you could see, okay, this June date's going to work. And so that's what we, you know, aim for to be our first show. Yeah, I know, uh, I know when, when you kind of got the, the list finalized, we chatted and you were pretty excited about, uh, you know, about all the dates and, and really confident that every single one of them was going to happen. And it looks like going forward, all of them are. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> after last year you know after everything I've learned to never say never but you know I think we're at a good place you know as a country as a con industry you know is yeah there's going to be a lot of log jam coming up is it sucks there's you know I've, I've talked to vendors that have four shows booked for one weekend because so much stuff got swapped and you know, shows had held on to their vendor fees. So, you know, that's going to be a little bit rough, but I think we'll all get through it, you know, and next year should start back out in January as it's always been. And, you know, we can get back to business as usual. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Definitely looking forward to that. Absolutely. So did you have any, any issues with any of the, any of the celebrities in terms of, uh, you know, with COVID and all that, or, or is everybody just done with, done with it and saying, let's go? We've had a few that have requested, you know, that people wear masks in their line or when they meet them or in their photo op. A uh, couple people wanted the little shields up on their table. But other than that, most, most people have been, you know, pretty willing to do a show. There's some that are like, hey, I'm going to wait until the fall or I'm just going to wait out this year and I'm going to start again, you know, in 22. So, uh, it's, it's kind of been a mix, but you know, those people that are waiting, I completely understand, you know, if you're not comfortable doing a show, I definitely don't want, you know, you to come out because fans can always feel that, you know, if there's a guest at a show that doesn't really want to be there is the fans know. And, you know, that, that sets a tone for the entire thing. So, you know, somebody wants to wait, I'm all for it. Yeah. I know uh, a couple of years ago, I was at a show where you could tell, like you could tell that the guest just wasn't feeling it and it was just because they didn't want to be there. So it was a, uh, it was a bad experience for everybody. So no, I, I dig that. And so yeah. what's the, what's the mass situation then for, for the show? Uh, mask highly recommended. Um, we, we went back and forth on it a lot. You know, Mississippi dropped their mask mandate so long ago. And everywhere that I've been here, I've been to Florida, I've been to some other places. It just seemed like most people have given up on masks. <laughs> Florida, I, we haven't worn it since last March. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so... You know, like I went to Florida to a con and I went out that night with some friends and I went to a bar where there was, 
I don't know, maybe four or 500 people. And I was the only one who had a mask. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I, I Welcome think the to country Florida. might be a little bit over this. Yeah. Um, you know, I want people to be safe. I want them to feel safe. I hope that they do wear masks. I hope that if they've been unable to get a vaccine, that they just stay home, that, you know, we'll be here next year is don't risk your health to go, you know, buy some stuff and meet a celebrity. We'll always, you know, have another show. So if, if someone, you know, can't get a vaccine or just hasn't and doesn't feel safe, you know, please stay home and just take care of yourself and, We'll be here in the future. You guys don't have any capacity limits for the show, I'm assuming, because the mask mandates are dropped and whatnot, right? Right. I mean, there's the usual, you know, venue. This is how many people mm -hmm. you can have, but it's not a 50% or 66% or anything like that. Gotcha. Yeah, no, we, uh, we, we've been hearing nothing but, oh, yeah, we're at 100% now. We're at 100% now. We're at 100% <laughs> yeah. now. Everybody except Disney. Disney's not at hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. So they say, but if you've been there, trust me, they're at 120%. <laughs> yeah. I, like I said, I think most, most places have, uh, you know, the dam has been busted open and the floodgates are just open is everything's back to business and making money. Hey, and uh, that's that, that's that's kind of why we're here, right? Is uh, exactly. is making uh, making that dollar, and you know, having a good time at the uh, at the end of the day too. Yeah, it, it's it's great to have a good time, but when it's your livelihood, you got to make yeah. some money too. You yeah. Know, other otherwise, you could have just got a job at Burger King or whatever, because you know they're hiring. It's, <laughs> apparently, everybody is hiring, um, which is is good for everybody that's uh you know that's not in the con industry because now we're all scrambling to go back and do shows yeah yeah well it's good that they're hiring because then they can make money to come to the shows and buy our stuff it's true it's yeah. true buy it all so we're kind of kind of rolling towards uh towards the end of this jay um usually ryan and i we uh we ask a couple of a uh, couple of random questions we kind of mm. kind of gotten away from them but i definitely want to want to hit you with with them for uh for for this one ryan you want to you want to go ahead and start with yours yeah actually before we get there i just have one more question re regarding um the con in in particular was there any any rules that the venue or the city was trying to enforce that up until maybe they just changed it recently but was there anything going on that they said hey we you know you have to have whether it's you know you have to have six foot aisles or space whatever was there anything like that that they were trying to push and maybe they 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 changed after you know all the rules kind of changed recently or has everything just been kind of up to your what you want yeah they they haven't had any rules in place okay. um it's it's been several months since they did or at least a couple months um so you know it was more of a hey it's whatever you guys want to do you know it's your event so you guys set the standard and we'll follow it. All right. Interesting. Yeah. So, all right. So we'll go, we'll, we'll jump into the, um, to the kind of off the beaten path questions, but let's just take a quick break for our sponsor. Bum, bum. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I should definitely cue in the music right there. Right. That's fantastic. 
All right. Any any particular I, version of it or just the original? Oh, the or? original. Okay. Uh, you know, it was the first show that I think they ever aired just a bunch of episodes right in a row. And it's not connected. So you right. can sort you can of jump in at any point. Yeah. And it's yeah. something you can listen to without watching because it's more about, you know, what they're saying than what's going on on the screen. So I can, and you know, there's always Law and Order on. Now, you know, I'll I'll cheat and do some of the other ones if if the original's not on. But, you know, it, there's always a marathon on on some channel. So as long yeah. as you flip through, you know, you're like, all right, I'm set for the next 12 hours. Let's do it. You know, let me get some work done. I think the Pluto app actually has a Law & Order channel. Just that's, so you know. That's funny. Is that, is Ice-T in that one? I think that's SVU, isn't yes. it? Uh, okay. Yeah. I knew it was in one of them. Sorry. Continue. I digress. <laughs> we were talking about NWA earlier. Might as well throw an iced tea in there. I mean, it's, it's, it's true. Yeah. So you're, you're, you are well-traveled. You know, I know Ryan, whenever they travel, he, he's a huge <laughs> New Orleans person. Like when they go to New Orleans, they, he literally plans an extra two days just to eat. Um, before I moved to Orlando, the Orlando area, um, Orlando was it for me because of, there's so much variety and I would always stick around and do, do some stuff. And I, I make everybody, when you come to Orlando, Jay, you got to go to sloppy taco palace. It's literally the best taco place on the planet. Um, all right. Who would you pick to come to your show? We're back. We'll, we'll get into our other questions here that we like to ask the promoters. And so I'll go first. We, I asked two. Alexa asked two, and then we'll, uh, we'll let you go. So for mine, as a promoter, even really as a as an attendee, if you could pick actually no, as a promoter, let's go back to that. If you could pick any guest in you know in history, whether alive or dead, if money was no issue. Well, I, I feel like that question in Fight Club where he was like, if you could fight anybody, who would yeah. you fight? And it's uh, it's William Shatner and Abe Lincoln. Uh, <laughs> so can i just can i pick two can i have shatner well, and lincoln that's that's actually a perfect segue because my next question was going to be now you have to pick somebody who's alive so and there you go so there's awesome. there's there's my two answers any particular reason i mean you know other than you i clearly want to punch them both in the face <laughs> <laughs> i mean shatner is just you know i watched star trek as a kid it used to come on on you know like at 10 o'clock when Fox was first starting out, I think it ran at nine or 10 at night. I can't remember, but they would play, you know, a few episodes of Star Trek. Yeah. So I mean, to... Shatner's an icon. Always yeah. will be. There'll be people a hundred years from now watching Star Trek and watching him hook up with space babes. <laughs> yep. It's yep. so true. But why Lincoln? I got I got to know why Abe Lincoln. I mean, he's my favorite president, but. I mean, I think if you ask people who their favorite president is, you'd get more Lincolns than anybody else. So, I mean, he's going to bring the crowd. That's true. That is true. I would, okay. uh, I, I would pay 75 bucks for an Abe Lincoln signature. Just saying. I won't go higher than 60. That's just me. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, you know, I, I bet you do. Uh, I bet you do 100 for a photo op and a, and a uh, autograph, though. I would for Sting. I'll give you that much. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, well, Sting, so Sting's even cheaper than that. So you'd have some money left over. There you go. Maybe put it towards Lincoln. See, I, there you go. Yeah, I, I met him. He he was he was related to my neighbors when I lived in Daytona when I was in middle school. And Abe I, Lincoln? No, 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 not him. <laughs> Steve Borden, if you will. I yes. met, yeah, and he. Uh, I would ask him if he remembered it, which I seriously doubt he would. But I, I, I cut my hair to look like him when he. I knew he was coming. So that's so funny. I <sighs> can actually see you doing that. Yeah, too. yeah. So, anyway. uh, so for my questions, mine are mine are not, not like Ryan's. Um, not, not quite as good. Not not quite as good. So the first one, I, I work a ton. Like I, I make all my own stuff. So I'm like constantly, constantly doing things. Um, and I always have to have something on in the background. For me, I can put on space balls and literally just have that run for 12 hours a day, never get tired of it, and you know, be able to listen while I'm working. What what's your like go to entertainment when you're you know when you're pulling a you know a 14, 16 hour day, something to have on in the background? Law and order. And he was just all always such a fascinating person. Like he's he's always so overacting and so into it. <laughs> it's so funny. He was at a show that we were at this past weekend, and I I mean I, I realize it after the fact, but when you see him, you talk to him, you hear him talk, you see him move around, and then you looked in, and you say to yourself, he's ninety years old. And first of all, if you just look at a picture of him, he looks like he's probably in his 60s. And he, he gets around just fine. He, he talks. He's completely coherent. Like there's no I, – I don't understand how that man can be 90 years old. I mean I hope I can just – forget about how he looks. I hope I just can get around and be coherent at 90. Not going to happen. You Not going to happen. <laughs> I mean anyway, he, he just he, – yeah. He's, he definitely is overacting life. That's for sure. He's having a – he's got to have the, one of the best lives going on for you when you travel is there like is there a place that you go and you're like oh man i can't wait to go here because i'm gonna go eat here i'm gonna go eat there i'm gonna spend an extra day and go to this place is there anywhere that's like that for you oh that's that's everywhere is (laughs) you know when when covid when i got my vaccine me and one of the guys that worked for me we got ours on the same day same time and then we went back three weeks later. We got the exact same time because two weeks after that, we were leaving and going to hit cities just so we could eat. I, I think I remember this. I think I remember seeing this on your Facebook. Yeah, we, we planned out an entire trip just based on all our favorite places to eat from the different cities that we go to. So we went to Little Rock and Memphis and New Orleans, and Lafayette, Louisiana, and then out to Dallas. And we hit all of our favorite places. I gained about, I don't know, eight or ten pounds. We ate at Bucky's a bunch of times, like, you know, <laughs> tons of junk food from there. We ate all uh, And the pulled pork amazing, sandwich, right? Yeah, we ate all kinds of amazing barbecue in many different cities, and... I got home and felt like Job of the Hut. <laughs> but it had been so long that you you had to. You had to do the thing. Oh, for sure. I didn't eat out the entire time during COVID because I have lung issues. So I couldn't really chance it. So 
once we could go, we went and lived it up. I love it. I uh, I do love it. So when we uh, when we get to Mississippi, um, friend of the show Chris Bauer, who uh, who runs Muse Tap, um, he does a uh, he does a, a travel vlog. Um, we're gonna we're gonna check out some some places in Jackson and uh, and do some some food vlogging with him. So pretty darn excited about that. Awesome. Yeah, there's a few great places here. All right. So where uh, now that everybody's listened to us all ramble about different things for the last 40 minutes, where can we uh, where can we send people to uh, to check out the show, to grab tickets, to try and get on that wait list for uh, for a booth? If something comes available, where where can they go? MississippiComicCon.com and AVCConventions.com. It's got all the info. Excellent, sir. Jay, thank you for your time. I'm excited to see you in a week and a half. Actually, well, when this airs, it's going to be uh, less than a week. So we will uh, we will be seeing each other very soon. Awesome. I will see you then. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, everyone else, for tuning in. Thanks, guys. Thank you.